Hey, how's it going? I heard you like football. Well, do you also like free? If you do, you need to know about this sweepstakes that Fans First Sports Network has got going on right now. They are giving away four NFL tickets to see any game for week one. Four tickets valued up to $5,000. You want to see the Bears beat the Packers at Soldier Field? Come on, you need to get in on this. All you got to do is go to contest.fansfirstsports.com. That's contest, C-O-N-T-E-S-T, dot F-A-N-S-F-I-R-S-T-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Once you do that, fill it out, all the questionnaires, and you're locked in and ready to go. Contest ends September 4th. Good luck and bear down. It's the Bear Cloud Podcast, a part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks for joining us each and every episode. Keep smashing the like button on Facebook and YouTube. And thank you for subscribing and downloading wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate the support. We are 16 days away from the Bears starting the season 1-0. Can you name me a Bears player that wore the number 16? Number 16. This would be easy if we did this uh, did this tomorrow. <laughs> number 15 is real easy. Number 16 is, is difficult. Six, I had to look Clyde that Clyde up. Do we got a Todd Clyburn? Todd Clyburn part of the 90s? And uh, one like the second round. I think he was number sixteen. Todd, like let me. Uh no, I don't have that one. I got no. Pat O'Donnell. Pat O'Donnell. Okay, I knew it was a part of recently. Oh, 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 oh! You know what? <laughs> you are correct. Todd Sauerberg, deep pull, deep, deep yeah. pull. That's a good one. Do you, you know how I remember him? I believe it was once that drafted him in the second round, the third round. The, the, the 90s Bears were a frustrating mess. Think, think 2023 White Sox just doing things for no reason. Nobody told that team to drop a punter in the second round. That hurt my feelings as a, as a, as a little kid. That hurt my feelings and embarrassed me. I still have resentment against Wanstead for the 90s Bears. For no for no reason. For no real reason. It was no, that's, that's a good reason. The, <laughs> oh, well the only reason I had was because of his mustache and they kept going four and twelve. That was that was my reason. <laughs> and and the drafting of Curtis Anus over Randy Moss and many other stars that came there after him that year. Hey man. Yeah, we should. You know what? No, because they should have tanked that year, and we would have got Peyton Manning. They uh, won a game late in the season to go four and twelve because they had to go four and twelve instead of three and thirteen. Three and thirteen would have guaranteed them number one pick to go Peyton Manning. But as everything with the Bears, there could have been a Mitch Trubisky aha moment, and they would have drafted Ryan Leaf ahead of Peyton Manning. So there's no my, talent. My God, if we we already we already in the books for that Mitch Trubisky. Um, era. We can, you imagine, can you imagine how 
how effed up our, our franchise notoriety would be if we had drafted Ryan Leaf over Peyton Manning. Ryan Leaf over Peyton Manning. And your Chicago Bears may have did that if they got the number one pick. I throw this headset. <laughs> I throw this headset. 25 years later, I throw this headset. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's kick off episode 24 on this 25th of August with a preview of the preseason finale against the Buffalo Bills. So obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> I said if you play in the preseason finale, then you are on a cutting block. You are in, in danger of not making the squad. Well, obviously, Eva Flu said, you know what? All the starters playing. Everybody, first string offense, you're getting out there tomorrow. So with that being said, what, what can we expect um, from Justin and team against the Buffalo Bills? You know, I, I honestly don't know. This has been a strange preseason. Um, I've seen teams not play their starters their first game and then play them well into the second quarter in the second game. And I think Aaron Rodgers hasn't done anything in the preseason. He's supposed to he's supposed to go out there for the third preseason game. So um this new preseason schedule is not really new because I think this has been effective since last year, three games. Mm-hmm. It's definitely throwing coaches in a loop because um yeah, I I didn't foresee the Bears starters not playing week two, but playing week three. I would have figured week two would be the week they play and week three be the time for the guys trying to make the team to put their last stamp on making teams or auditioning for another team. So um, I really don't know. I have no clue how long the starters are supposed to play. I don't think Iberflus has been uh, – he's kind of been evasive. So I know we got a ton of injuries. So um, I guess the same thing we saw in week one. We want to see the guys move the ball. We want to see some continuity. Want to see some sustained drives. I want to see the deep, the first team defense. We haven't seen them since that week one. I want to see them stop uh, Josh Allen and the Bills. Assuming Buffalo plays their starters, oh, they they're playing theirs too. They're playing theirs too. Okay, well, yeah. Apparently, that's the thing now. The teams are playing the third preseason game. I thought I was losing my mind because I, you know, I'm just feeling just like you. Like, what kind of what kind of uh, setup is this? You you play you play week one, you miss you miss week two, and then you play week three. Right, what, what, what two weeks left until the uh, until the regular season? I don't that don't make no sense to me. God and, you know, somebody tweak an ankle and need three weeks to heal. Terry missing week one. Terry McCullough. Terry McClure. He got turf toe uh, in that Monday night game versus Baltimore. Oh wow! Yeah. Update, the, update the your commanders. Passes. Update you know, your drive people. <laughs> update those DC commies. Mooney, again. Mooney needs to rise. Mooney needs to rise up your draft charts. Get you some Darnell Mooney. Get you some yeah. Chase Claypool. Get Bears. Twelfth yeah. round special. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, yeah, because I said I, I I watched a little bit of this Pittsburgh kind of game. I saw Pittsburgh starters out there like a whole quarter. Deshaun Watson didn't play the whole preseason, but until this last game, he played. So I could expect 
I, I mean, it's hard for me to expect anything other than it's not to, it not to be a dress rehearsal. I, I can expect that they will. The Bears themselves would go out there and play at least a quarter, maybe a half a quarter at, at the very least. Um, I'm old enough to remember when the last the last game of preseason was was a dress rehearsal. It was it was like whatever. No one's watching this because no one's going to play, except you know. Not even backers uh, were starting. There were third stringers and. It was the practice squad all star game, you know. Yeah, I, I, man, this is this this new way, this new way of thinking, man. I, I don't know, I feel old now. You get off my lawn. Uh, <laughs> I, I, um, so all right, other than expectations, what do we want to see? Um, for me, I mean, obviously, group wide health, and I'm a I'm a bullet point that. Because Justin's going to play. He said that. I mean, obviously, Justin's the, you know, the most important bear. Everflus comes into these press conferences and he's, he singles him out. He says offense, including Justin. Justin and the offense. He's like, you know, basically the rest of the offense are the pips. So going back to what I said, group-wide health, Justin's going to be out there. And if you remember our last episode, we got a lot of O-line injuries. Um, Tevin Jenkins is not going to play. Darnell White's not going to play. And Nate Davis, he's still not ready. So, I don't know, other than me questioning, why is he playing again? Um, I need that team to be – I need them to exit that game healthy. Um, that that That's something that has to happen. I don't know why they even – you know, if you – if three-fifths of your offensive line ain't out there, why have you put your quarterback out there? Is White here going to play? Because I know he was having some issues with the hands. He playing? I haven't heard. I haven't heard. Um, if he doesn't, somebody's going to play. I think he did uh, line up with the first team this week uh, next to the great Lucas Patrick, who will be looks like he's taking over guard duties until it's having returns. So, yeah, three fifty offensive line is going on and. Uh, the Bills' defense, um, strong unit, so they can get after the quarterback a little bit, and we're going to have to um, the makeshift offensive line keeps fields uh, upright. Yeah. Hope so. Fingers crossed. Toes crossed. Bear, bear claws crossed as well. Um, another thing, let's see, that I hope to see. Outside of outside of health, let's just you know we turn we turn the injuries off like this is Madden. So, what I do want to see, I want to see the first ring air the ball out a little bit. Last time we saw them, they were pretty conservative and they play calling. But those plays end up, just happened to go for big chunks of yards and ended up in the end zone. I would like to see a little bit more of the playbook. Um. A little bit more uh, wide receiver progressions, you know, uh, maybe a five-step drop, even something out of the shotgun, something, something that looks modern. Screens are cool when they go for you know sixty some odd yards, but you're not fooling, and you're not fooling anybody. You're not going you know, to sustain no. success by throwing screens all year. No, no, especially in. against first first screen. Let's also. Keep in mind that when we have first-string defenses out there, those probably won't go for 60 yards a pop. No. 
no, they're they're a little more seasoned. They they understand cues a little better. Um, even if even if they're just you know going through the motions because it is a preseason game and you know everyone wants to get out with their health, it it'll it'll be a far cry to you know run a hitch or do like you said a screen or a drag something something simple and it and it takes up the field for you know 50, 60 yards for a score. That's not reality. I was I like to see something a little bit more reality based out of the offense. You don't have to you don't have to go deep in the playbook again. But that's it. We are getting ready for for Green Bay. That is a game we got to win. You know you know quotations got to win <clears throat> for my bragging rights at least. For all of our <laughs> mental sanity, I I can't start the Jordan Love era off with a loss. I cannot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want to see that guy's want... corny tweets or his corny Instagram posts. Um, um, happy Father's Day, Bears fans, or any of that. We cannot start oh, the bro, the season bro. off with a loss to Jordan Love. Bro, it, it, Absolutely if we unacceptable. Lose, we lose to him, you know he's going right to Twitter, and you know he's going to pull that right back up. <laughs> I don't. Hey, I don't even want it. That's the that's the I'm easy part. Getting through stuff. what he oh. says, getting through what he says is the easy part. A Rod is gonna say something to you. You know it. You know it. You know it. I don't. He's, I don't know. He's in the safety of the AFC. He's definitely gonna spark something up. And then Packers fans will be harassing George Love as the new owner of the Bears. Packers Packers fans, all of Wisconsin will be. Engorged, <laughs> engorged in joy if they if they start off the new era defeating us week one. Well, you know what? That's not going to happen. So I'm not concerned about it. Those uh terrible thoughts and visions will just stay in the back of my mind. Um, what about you? What about uh, what's something that you would like to see in this game from the starters? Um. I'm focused on the defensive side of the ball. Like I said earlier, they gave him a touchdown drive on the first series to Malik Willis uh, the last time we seen him. I want to see them get a stop, uh, maybe a three and out, uh, uh, get us on the, uh, you know, favorable field position, force a punt. Um, I want to see some tackling, Eddie Jackson, if he plays. Mm. I want to see the pass rush. I want to see it against a, a, a little bit better of an offensive line. Not that the Bills have a great offensive line, but the Titans' offensive line was in shambles. That was their second-string offensive line. So I want to see if, if the guys can get a pass rush going against the Bills. So maybe get to Josh Allen. Um, let's see. Another thing, I haven't read it anywhere. I'm looking for it right now to see if Chase Claypool or Venus are going to play. I don't think Mooney's going to play. I think they're going to wait or until Venus? week one. Yeah. Did you say Venus? Yeah. That's, this is probably his uh, last opportunity. This is a He's had an opportunity because Dante Pettis is on injury reserve. So I would think that the punt return duties, are, he's probably got the inside track on them. Between him and Tyler Scott, I don't know if Tyler Scott's going to play either. And um, I believe the other guy who's returning punts is Webster. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Webster. So uh, it's a big game for Venus. Yeah. Extremely big. Um, pause. Uh, yeah, because like you said, I mean, even though Pat, Pettis was returning punts, returning kicks last game, um, if he's out on IR, that probably saves Vilas Jones, Vilas's job. I mean, just looking at it that way. I mean, because if you had Pet, if Pettis was still in the squad, if Tyler Scott was was ready, oh, Vilas is out of here. Uh, you know, lock stop. He's he can already he can already turn in his iPad. Nah, bro, we good. <clears throat> but IR uh, Pettis has already hit the IR, so it's more than likely he's safe. But you know, although we see that Darius Fontaine has been making a nice push, I don't know how much faith they got in him. Mm-hmm. Fontaine is, is just has played many plays each game, so um, I don't know if Venus is a lock, but I would I would think that Venus is going to have the advantage over guys like Fontaine and Webster for the simple fact that they invested a draft pick in them, and I believe they moved up in the third round to get them. So. Mm-hmm. I'd be surprised if he didn't get a second year on the Bears. I'd be mildly surprised. Not not even surprised. He hasn't played well. I'd be mildly surprised, especially with Pettis on IR. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hope. I, I would like to see him out there. I'd like to see him prove it. I'd like to see him go out there and redeem himself. I mean, because job market ain't, ain't ain't always cracked up to be out here and the other. So stay in the NFL as long as you can, because uh, at his age, <laughs> it ain't much out here for us to do. Um, He's probably expecting okay. grandkids in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, okay. So outside of the game, we've had some – the Bears have been in, in, in the rumor mill concerning some other NFL news. I was told that – Chris Jones has, has has become available from the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, as 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 we already discussed last week, Jonathan Taylor as well. He's been given permission to seek a trade. Um, so let's ask it like this. Let me, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pose a question to you like this. Let's assume. Let let's just let's just fantasize for a second. The Bears' first first string offense goes out there against Buffalo, and they look amazing. I mean, you know, they they have four drives all in and four touchdowns, real easy, real easy against Buffalo's first string defense. Does is that a precursor for post that you know what we're ready, we're ready, we need to push the chips in right now, and we make, need to make a splash play to. You know, get this team, get this team over the hump, so we can go ahead and compete now. Yeah. So let's assume that. So if 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 that happens, who would you think is a better better acquisition, Chris Jones or Jonathan Taylor? That's tough. Um, in a modern NFL, you know, pass rushers are priority. There's only one way to stop some of these quarterbacks now, and that's to get them on the ground. The rules are in their favor. 
offenses have evolved. They're so advanced. Three wide receiver sets are the norm. Teams utilize three and five step drops quickly. They get the ball out the hands quickly. So the only, only way to really stop a good quarterback in a modern NFL pass game is to put pressure on the uh, quarterback, either get him on the ground or rush him into his throws. So all things being equal, I would I, I would go with a pass rusher above a running back. Running backs are almost dime a dozen. Now, as great as Jonathan Taylor was, he lasted into the second round, and he came in out of Wisconsin uh, very hyped. Um, I mean, I remember him saying he was one of the best running back prospects in years. He still fell to the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, Chris Young's on the wrong side of 30, and we have a young team. We don't know exactly where they are. Um, I believe there is reason to be optimistic, but you don't want to acquire a guy 31 years old and needing a contract, and you're still a year or two away. You're, you're, you're losing a year of that prime, which could be in this zone. Uh, Jonathan Taylor would be the splashier move. Um, let's face it, people love offense. Mm-hmm. And even though the running back may not be valued, by NFL GMs, it's still a very splashy position, popular with the fans, especially with a uh, fantasy football. So, I would say, yeah, I would say that it, it, it honestly it would depend on what 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 the trade capital is to get either or to cap, to acquire either or. Let's say. Let's say since we got two picks, we got two first round picks. Let's say to acquire both, we already know what what uh, Indianapolis wants. Let's say Cincinnati. No, for me. (laughs) Let's say Kansas City. Let's say let's say Kansas City wants um, a second and uh, another late late pick. Between these two, who would you think? I mean, who who would you who would be the better player? Well, obviously, we know you already said you know Chris Jones would probably be the better better option. He can help us. He can help us now. But considering that he is, like you said, on the other side of thirty, we'll be looking we'll be looking for some type of uh, financial um, reassurance, uh, i.e., a new contract soon. If not, I mean, that's why he's uh, available. Jonathan Taylor as well. Jonathan Taylor is going to be cheaper because he's a running back. Uh, uh, that's tough. That's tough. I think I'm going I'm to go right there with you. Uh, running backs are dime a dozen. Jonathan Taylor is a stud. No doubt about it. He's a stud. I'm not giving – I do not want to give up a second-round pick plus some other stuff for a running back. I mean, And you got to look at the roster makeup too. We yeah. don't have an established three technique. We got running backs who can get the job done. So, and an Eva Fools offense, the three technique is uh, a very important position. Chris Jones can play it. Yeah. Oh, Chris Jones. Uh, Chris Jones will be perfect for this team. He, he is it. He, yeah, uh, absolutely. He will, he will take this thing, take this thing to the next level. But you, as you said, Ryan Poles, he's one of those guys. He loves offense. As you've seen, a lot of his moves have been wide receivers <laughs> focused. And, you, and the Romans in the offseason were the Bears were interested in Saquon Barkley. 
uh, obviously came back to the Giants on a one-year franchise deal. I just think with that smoke is fire. So if they did inquire about Saquon, uh, and the rumors are they inquiring about Jonathan Taylor, I, I do think there's something to be made for Post trying to acquire uh, elite running back technically. Pose played a lot of franchise mode in Madden. I'm I'm convinced. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, let, uh, let me find out that man got like you know nine fr- uh, fantasy teams. Yeah, it, 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 he he just it something about hey he likes offense, man. <laughs> something about those flashy names. He gets it. I'm not mad at him as a Bears fan. We suffered through some some. Bad offenses, so I'm 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 not mad at him. Let, let's get the fireworks. Let's step into the 21st century and be able to put up uh, 30 points in a game without Devin Hester returning two kicks or <laughs> or, or peanut punching the ball and getting a Mike Brown return. Let's let's do let's do traditional offense. You know, Dang, I I forgot all about that when the off when the team averaged 25 points and. Half of it came from the uh, didn't come from the offense. Dang, short fields and returns. Yes, the days of Mitch Trubisky. Uh, I'm sorry, the days of Rich Grossman, but yeah, Mitch, Mitch was another one in 2018. Short fields and defensive touchdowns. Yeah, uh, the other quarterback to benefit from that doesn't need to be named. Uh, all right, thanks for hanging with us once again here at the Bear Clock. Podcast, part of the first the fans first sports network. Please continue to support. And if you like what you hear and or see via our Facebook or YouTube channel, please share with a friend. As always, it's double points if that fan if that friend you share it with is a Packer fan. Until next time. It's been episode 23 of the Chicago Bear Podcast. Signing off. Bear down.